Welcome to ADB episode two. Uh, we've been away for about a week. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of important stuff. Uh, first things first, hot topic, house prices. Bobby, go. Okay. Uh, well, I assume this is a Akshay topic and based, he wants to speak particularly on whether he thinks the housing prices are going to go up or down. Um, yes, that I, is my topic. I think my thought is that the prices will stay pretty high, but won't go rapidly upwards like they have been going, uh, primarily because of increasing rates. And I think people just can't afford housing at this point. Um, I do think that people will start selling their second and third homes that they bought or has vacation homes to offload profits, which might give some relief, but that's my thought on it. So do you think they will sell even if they're paid off? Do you still think they're just going to take profits? I think that most people did not pay off their homes because of cheap debt. So I think a lot of people are banking on renting them out or Airbnb. Um, but no, it's I don't think people are paying off their homes. Yeah. I mean, rates were at historic lows. So, uh, you know, and I think that that's where I, my opinion is on it. Actually, that's assuming that they don't have a 30 year mortgage and they're like a five one arm on a low rate. And now they have to refinance and they're scared to get the higher rate. I mean, I think that anyone who <laughs> did an arm during historic low interest rates should shoot themselves. Correct, but hot, hot take, hot take. Wait a <laughs> couple months, six months, and do like a seven-year arm might be a hot move. But it might you're be. Just, what do you think it's going to go? You're going to get a lower rate than what you got in seven years. A year yeah. ago, in seven years, Wait. you're going to refinance. Well, like, my my move. discussion wanted to center around uh, people buying their first home or not not for investment properties. I think that the market is extremely hot right now it is definitely a seller's market but i think with the one hike in the inflation rate and then the supposed like six more hikes they're going to describe that prices are going to have to they're going to come down because the the demand will not be there from a buyer standpoint people will sit they're not going to be able to afford a house like you said do you think that a good time when is a good time to, for a first time home buyer to start looking at buyer homes? yeah there's never a I good mean, time. I think the time Just is whatever. The time, yeah. Whenever you have the means, absolutely. But I do think that the market has really escalated like to unpre unprecedented like increases the past year, two years. So sellers are like listing their homes for ridiculous prices and people are paying that and then more. But do you think if you're... I'm just amazed. Did uh -huh. you think you're Danny you're and you're buying a house right now and you think it's a relatively yeah. good deal? But let's say the yeah. economy goes down in two years, that you're kind of be like underwater ish. Yeah, but no, because if you're buying the house and you're like, okay, we're going to be living here for five, 10 years, then you're just going to ride that wave. Yeah. You know, if I you guess go down matter. in two years, then you're going to come back up. You're not worried. Yeah. Now, if you're oh, saying, I'm going to live in a city for two to three years, then you probably shouldn't buy right now. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes sense. I think I mean, the logical approach. I think right now the best move is probably to wait a little bit, let people get a little bit more nervous about the rates. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then that might I think be you should, if you can in. lock a rate in, yeah, I think if you can lock a rate in, your rates are good for, I believe, 60 days. You know, someone fact check me. 60 to 90. 60 to yeah. 90, depending. Yeah. 
six to 90 days, right? And then, you know, towards the tail end of that 90 day period, you can make a move and buy a house. Because I do think like, so typically the house selling season is like in the spring, right? So I think that you're going to see this ripple effect that towards the summer and fall, like homes are going to be sitting on the market. You might, you get yourself a good deal. I mean, I'm excited for a good deal. I want my, I'm going to deploy my elephant gun like Warren Buffett. What okay? Can yeah. what is an elephant gun? Can you explain that? Can you explain <laughs> I'm that? Not for really our sure his, I'm not really sure what the reference came from. My guess is that is his elephant guns his money, and he's gonna deploy his big bags to take down an elephant size acquisition. That's probably what I think the elephant gun reference came from. So uh, what did he just? Well, he already did that with Oxy. Yeah. So like Berkshire Hathaway has what 150 billion dollars in cash reserves. They say they always want to keep $50 billion of cash regardless. So he basically has $100 billion to play with. And he hasn't bought anything for six years in terms of large acquisitions. And uh, just recently, like you said, he's spent what, about $6 billion on Oxy, which is basically an oil play. But the fact that he bought that now, even at pretty, what I would consider close to historic highs. That's what you must call that for it. our listeners, he, he must, the Bobby take. He uh, must so consider that a value. special. So <laughs> buy at the top, sell at the bottom. So, right. uh, Bobby, tell us about Oxy. Uh, I mean, it's essentially an oil play. I guess they have some of the largest oil reserves, maybe, I guess, primarily in the permission, what's it called? Permission basin or something. I'm not really sure. But uh, I mean, I don't know why he picked them particularly. I know he's been invested them before. But uh, it's apparently a, a pure oil play. And then he just bought, uh, he just spent $11 billion on Allegheny, which is another insurance company. So he loves his insurance. So and you're oil. saying that Warren Buffett is not a believer of Tesla? I don't think he'll ever. He's doubling down on oil. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'll ever believe in overvalued tech company, I guess. Do we know how often he's never he bought sells? tech company? Well, Apple. Does he ever sell? I mean, he sells. I mean, didn't he sell a uh, Heinz ketchup and lost a lot of money on it? He sold Wells Fargo, I thought, last year. Yeah, I mean, I think we all did, given all the scandals uh, they had. What about GameStop? Do you think Warren Buffett owns GameStop? <laughs> no, that's the biggest one. I don't one know if Warren Buffett even knows about GameStop. And also, Warren Buffett doesn't follow Reddit. WSB. <laughs> <laughs> and he also doesn't like crypto though. So I mean, Danny, tell he's me a, your he's a fucking dinosaur, dude. What's your current thesis on GameStop still? Okay, well, Berkshire Hathaway just cost five hundred thousand dollars for one share of its stock. Well, he's just doing that because he wants to be a baller. He I think that's... everything's inflated right now. And that's why no, people are buying uh... so much property. Because they don't want to put their money in the market, so they're buying tangible assets of land. I mean, I want to buy some land. Yeah, so does all the other people but that have like is, billions of dollars so just parked. Right now. How about digital land? Uh, I'm an owner. Are you a digital land owner? I am. Buy land. Oh, actually, all three of us are now. Okay, so we can't talk shit anymore. Well, we all land owners. Yeah, we're we're all digital land owners, but we're talking about real life land. I mean, yeah. metaverse will be real life soon. He's got a point there. The man's See. got a point. I, I just, I just ruined Oxy. I think 
I think so the play is still there. Do you think there. people are going to be clamping? Like, do you think people are going to be clamping down on their on their on their money, or they're going to go on vacation? Oh, here people are going on vacations. Now. All right, so okay, I'm, uh, I'm going on vacation in two weeks. So I mean, I think people are tired, bro. I think people want to go on damn vacations. Like, like COVID fatigue is real. I mean. It is for me at this point. So, like, I'm planning on going to Portugal. But you're also an emergency room July. doctor. Yours is amplified. Let's talk about an yes. average Joe, or should I say an average Danny? <laughs> um, I think, well, no, I'm going to backtrack. I think the average working man can't afford to go on vacation right now. Everything, I don't know, you guys live in a bubble because you guys are billionaires. But everything is exponentially more expensive. Everything. Right. Average shows working paycheck to paycheck. That's but I just, thought people were doing record savings during. Vacations. I thought people were doing record savings during uh, COVID. That was a, what they were saying, right? There was record saving rate. Yeah, the savings rate was markedly higher during COVID. That's absolutely correct. So yeah, because billionaires now? were saving more, and it just skewed the average. Come on, you idiots! <laughs> I don't think they were counting billionaires, man. I think they were counting <laughs> or old people. Do you, add, do you have a fact for that? Do don't, you have any I don't source? have facts on this. Yeah, I don't. The average American was saving much more than they ever were in the past two years. Well, because no one was traveling too, right? Doesn't that count? So shouldn't that shouldn't the extra words? Yeah, but they also weren't going? spending their money on anything. Right, they weren't traveling. They weren't spending money um, on events. Yeah, where else do you think it's gonna go? Right. So, but do you think now that people like they have money, but they're maybe they want to buy a house, or maybe they're like afraid of inflation going super high that maybe we should hold on to our money even more instead of taking a vacation? Maybe, but then like. You, like you said, like who's gonna? Most people are not buying houses now because everything's so expensive. So I guess like that's where the money's just kind of sitting. So yeah, I agree. Like probably the average person's like not gonna take a real vacation. But those same people that are buying houses right now are not the average Joes, right? So they're in the same bucket. Those people are taking vacations. People that can go buy a house are taking vacations. Right. The average Joe, I'm telling you, the people that worked during COVID, the front line. The what did what was the term they called the Frontline heroes. The frontline no, workers, like the necessary necessary workers, or oh, whatever right, right, yeah, yeah. called them. Like nobody cares about them anymore, unfortunately. Like they were used and abused by their own government, and now they're like still living paycheck to paycheck. It's it's fucked up. It's, did did you, you decide where you're going? Did didn't aren't you going on vacation, Danny? Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm not going to say it. You did pick one. Southern California. Okay, you're not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> well. And for the people that you think that are going on vacation, where do you think the hotspots are domestically and internationally this year? Oof. International I mean, is tough. Uh, I know the hotspots for U.S. is Miami. Did you see that uh, shooting in downtown or in uh, Miami Beach? They're saying that spring break people are going crazy. They want to do a state of emergency. I saw wow. that Miami had two shootings yesterday and they have a curfew tonight. Yeah. That's South Beach. People are going crazy there, man. They feel like it's uh, just everything go, you know, like well, well, west out there. They don't care. Remember when? Um, okay, so so do we think Miami is a hotspot? Is it because uh, of spring break? I would that say that that's off shot? the list of places to go. Yeah, I think Miami is probably going to be number one for spring break slash summertime because no, we know for a fact they won't do mandates regardless of the situation at this point, and uh, you okay. know, anything goes kind of. I think down there. like. Uh, Hot spots to, for families to go on vacation this summer. I mean, I think New York City is high on the list. People haven't, you know, many people have the desire to go to New York and they haven't gone the past couple of years. I mean, I guess the question is, are they doing 
Broadway stuff in New York right now? I think well. everything's yeah, everything is back. back up. Back yeah. open. I mean, Vegas is always probably on top of the list. Broadway's open. Where else? So, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, I wonder what yeah. Vegas is going to be doing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'll be curious. To I think I, don't, I, do I, least, I haven't heard people talking about like Austin as much as they did in the past or Nashville. I love Austin. I love Nashville. How about Denver? Denver? Mm, good. I think Los Angeles is always good. Boston? LA is definitely a hot spot. Chicago. I mean, we're just naming large metropolitan cities. cities. What's like the what's like the secret? <laughs> like, like what's Jackson like the Hall. secret? How about spot? How about Charleston, South Carolina? That's I mean, uh, I've heard that place. I think so, and everyone like number one that lives yeah. there are terrible people. <laughs> oh, bro, you just took our whole audience base. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is it. This is podcast. Heard, this is shout, out, shout out to Charleston. <laughs> hey, man. Charleston is one best city to visit in the U.S. to what, like six years in a row, seven years? Per Condé Nast. Is that how you say it? Condé Nast? Yeah. Um, Condé Nast. Namaste. They said it's like one of the best, one of the top cities to visit in the world. Well, if only, really? you know, my friend uh, Akshay would come visit when he said he would. Actually, right. can't how even find about, a Zoom about, link, dude. I'm not gonna find Charles. Uh, He's stuck at the parking how about, lot. Uh, <laughs> That's his big trips. Uh, the uh, best place to go internationally is Greece. Go. Greece. I mean, Have you been? Me wrong. Yes. Greece me is great. wrong. Greece is, is that where you did your honeymoon? Uh, yes. That's where I island hopping. I've never been. It's a beautiful place. It's I've never been country. to Greece. I want I want to go to Greece. I think uh I mean I I would like to go to uh south of France. That that's on my list I think potentially go this year. I know we're going thinking about going to Portugal in uh July. So that might be my first international trip in like a year and a half, two years. Or yeah, country uh, hop over there or want, just go one. Want to go there too. You might as well country hop while you're south of France. You go you have to country hop, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean the uh, I want to go to San Sebastian, Spain. If I go to South France too, and take a train over there. I heard. Uh, yeah, so you're basically Russia talking. You guys nice are all saying that Europe. Yeah, Russia's supposed to be beautiful in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I hear tickets are cheap. <laughs> your your uh, your dollar will go very far. Remember that scene uh, yeah. from Euro Trip where they had like a a dollar fifty cents left. And they're like, oh, what can we do with the dollar fifty cents? And they traveled to that one random country that got stuck there. And then they were like sleeping in a palace and got through. Yeah, he threw like a nickel at someone. The guy slapped his his uh, CEO and was like, I quit. <laughs> That's gonna be us. <laughs> That's gonna be us. If we go to Russia. Okay, so it sounds like Europe is the international hotspot this summer. Although I mean, with uh, ice caps melting, Antarctica might be moving up the list. To see it before it goes away. Yeah. Well, I think there's still land under there. I mean, in terms of the, you know, glaciers and ice caps, I guess. That's where all the reptilians live, I think, and the grays. What are you talking about? This reptilian stuff? Aliens, bro. Come on. Oh, Keep the aliens up. there? Aliens. Um, all right. That's where the Fortress of Solitude is as well, right? They live in the hole in the middle of the earth. That's where they come out of. Is that, the theory that the, is that the theory that there's a, a nerve crown case system? Yes. I mean, that's not a theory. I think it's been proven. 
That's it for <laughs> with the reptile people, right? Yes, reptilians. Danny's the kid that used to used to dig a hole in his parents' backyard and think he's gonna go from Arizona to China. Arizona to Greece. Did did you guys see that footage <laughs> of that of that uh, airliner? Yeah. Yeah, it's really the, sad, uh, man. Crazy. Disturbing. But the uh I mean it's I still don't understand what happened exactly. So what's the theory well, right now? The, the Reddit experts right now, they're saying that it's there's too many processes in play or like safeguards in a plane to have a plane go nosedive like that. They say there's some sort of malicious intent at play. And these are like all like pseudo pilots or they say they're pilots. So, so when they you know, say malicious intent, they think of an act of terrorism in China? Yeah, like the pilot maybe had, had done it. Because if you look like at the, the footage, pilot intentionally drove the plane down. Yeah, that's kind of what they're yeah. alluding to. I mean, looks, yeah, from the footage, it doesn't look like it's like on fire. Down. Or anything. Yeah, right. No, it's, a, it's, it's just like it's a nosedive. Well, I think they were and saying also, that. Go ahead, actually. No, the I there was a diagram showing the like the altitude dropage over such a short amount of time that they said it suggested something deliberate. It's not like it was an engine failure because you would yeah. see smoke coming out of the airplane. Well, they said even if there's an engine failure, there's like some other backup thing to help it. You could like glide basically. And then even if the hydraulics went out, there's like another safeguard to help basically from what you saw in the footage from it, it just take a nosedive and go straight down. Although the chart did go like, Straight down, then it kind and of leveled like a out correction, around right? 8,000. Yeah. And then yeah. went back and down. Then... So that's like the, I mean, the, the unfortunate thing is that it was a Boeing plane, incidentally, though probably not necessarily related. And then, but it wasn't the max. down like 16%. So is it really? So is that a buying opportunity, guys? Financial advice? <laughs> uh, overreaction? I mean, or you do buy puts. I mean, do you think that this was because this is going to cause long-term problems with Boeing just because of this incident, given their track record? I, guess I don't really think this Boeing's at all for this one. Yeah, it really depends. I don't think so either, but it really depends what the investigation finds. Right. I, I would say probably not. Oh, excuse me. Like a man in orthopedic shoes, I stand corrected. They're only <laughs> down 4%. That's it? See? Boeing? Business as usual. You know what is crazy though? Like, what, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, everybody, every news outlet would be talking about this nonstop. And now they're like, oh, plane crash, cool. Next story. More important things, bro. I know. Ukraine. It blows my mind. That's all we care about. Oil prices. I know. It hasn't gotten much national news attention. I mean, think about like, what happened to COVID? Literally, it's been no one talks about it anymore. It's gone in terms of like actual day to day news discussion. People are just emotionally numb. You're saying? Well, I think it's it's a little bit of like a psychological warfare manipulation. Put your tinfoil hat on for a second. I mean, oh, there's a narrative, right? That if everyone just keeps blasting the same thing, it's easier to like pass laws or introduce bills, like. Oh, we need to help. I'm not saying that like the Ukrainian Russia thing isn't important, but as a U.S. citizen, 
I don't want my tax dollars going over there. I don't want, like, if we were attacked, I don't think these countries would help us out. The right. fuck? Why do we have to, like, put our fingers in their mouth? We always have to be involved somehow. I don't know why. That's because, of, like, that's because when you're called the superpower of the world, you feel this obligation to, to, to it's almost like the right. Superman effect. I so think where's, it's because where's we China? probably instigated this. Yeah, like where's China? Aren't they a superpower? How come they don't have anything to say? Because they're somewhat kind of smart, and they're like, eh, not my problem. Yeah. Figure yeah. it out. Like, isn't he? Isn't he boys with Putin? ZZ and yeah. Putin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like uh, lazy people, right? Like this is this is where you want to just be lazy. You want your government to be lazy and be like, sorry, dude. What do you have to say about lazy people, Danny? Biggest pet peeve. Biggest. Okay, I have two pet peeves. Your biggest Here, pet listen, peeve is lazy my, people. My biggest pet peeve is people trying to eat while I fart. And then secondly, <laughs> lazy people. <laughs> people try to eat while you fart. That's a, what uh, they Yeah. So your fart was more important than them eating. Exactly. <laughs> so that means you're just a very, people. very, you're a very controlling individual. No, yeah, I just don't like <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just don't like lazy people. I feel like so. What everyone, happened to you? What happened to you that you're saying this? Something happened. Touch the doll where the bad man touched you. No. <laughs> uh, I just I don't know. I feel like everyone needs to put in the proper effort. I'm not saying you have to be good at things, but you just can't. Yeah, you should like, just give a hundred percent effort. You give at every little thing you do. You should give it your best. You really should. I agree. It doesn't mean you have to be good at everything, but just give it. Yeah, you don't country. have to be the brightest bulb in the bunch, but you just got to be the hardest working is what you're saying. Like, don't ask for a Zoom link when you can search for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, excuse me. Uh, I'm on my computer, and sometimes we're on our phone. We can't find our link easily. That's One of my biggest pet peeves. You know what? I, it's, I like have... a, it's like a shoot-off of lazy people. Is when you're like, say you're playing Madden, and you're, when you're playing as your friend, and like you're really you're kicking their ass. <laughs> and they just like, either they just like, Midway through the third quarter, they just say, I'm out, and they just like close the video game system or they just close the game. <laughs> Is that a, like, a form it's of like laziness? one of the most obnoxious? Yeah. It's like There's the a term for that. It's, like the... it's called rage quitting. What is and, <laughs> and Danny's the king a, of rage quitting. It's a real quitting. problem. Yeah. yeah. I, know. yeah. I don't ever do that. I would never do that. He rage quit against me in, in Rocket League. I remember I was whooping him. I can't even count how many times that he's rage quit against me. And how many times you run the same fucking play over and then so you should be able to stop it. No, you would think, yeah. So. I mean, you sound like you sound like Urban Meyer right now, being like, Oh, I guess that play is a big popular play in the oh, NFL. Oh, is this the bonus topic? Urban Meyer, <laughs> yeah, this is the you this love is Urban Meyer. This is the that bonus is topic, coach, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer got exposed today by a report saying that he. He when during the interview for the Jaguars head coach position, he said for six months he was studying NFL players and NFL teams. He showed up on the first day of the Jaguars practice and he had to ask his offensive or one of their coaches to be like, Who's number ninety nine on the Rams? I heard he's pretty good. <laughs> is he wait, are you serious? That's that a joke. Real. That was a joke, bro. That is that is that is real. I think he was joking. That's because he's too busy, like, hitting on girls in bars. Young girls in bars. Yeah, he was dancing with people that were not in his life. And so then is his career over? He said some, like, racist comments about John Brown to the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. 
And uh, I would uh, imagine that Brown, Urban Meyer former can, Cardinals. cancel at this point. Oh, the receiver, John Brown. See, uh, do you think is he wait? Is he still the coach? No, he's technically he's not the coach anymore, no. right? Yeah. No, he got fired. He was fired season. in the middle of the season. I, told, I mean, honestly, I didn't watch the Jags. I don't even care. Well, you, if you were to watch I mean, you, any you, Jags you game, follow... it should have been the last game of the season, I think, when they beat Indy to knock them out of the playoffs, right? And yes, exactly. and where was Jonathan Taylor Thomas there? Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Let's let's, let's let's pour one out for JTT because now See, he's done. Uh, he's over. Matty Ice is there. Yeah, I told you he's trash. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is not going to Well, no, no, listen, my, the very... logic behind his career being over is that they know that Matty Ice isn't mobile, so he's going to just get stacked. And what's he going to do? Either dump it off to him or hand it to him. Just get done. So you um, but that, that, I disagree with your argument because Carson Wentz is also not mobile. He's more mobile yeah, than Matty Ice. And he got sacked a yeah. uh, league record, right? He led the league in sacks. So... And G- JCT did well. You like sacks on your face. <laughs> I thought Joe so, Burrow led the league in sacks. You you might be. I, mm, it's probably close. I think second. it's probably close. I I pretty sure Wentz did, but don't quote me on that. Not saying Joe. So Burrow. tell you what, Cincinnati Bengals offensive line, you got to look out for them. You think they're gonna get better? I mean, yeah, they just signed better. one of the Cowboys' best players, and they got one of the Patriots' best players, all both offensive linemen. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. So are they going to Super Bowl again, or is that, is that a fluke? Fluke. My boy, Mahomes, I, I think so, is going to be too. going to the next five Super Dude, Bowls. You're going to pay just pay off the bed, and let's uh, get it over Mahomes, there. Mahomes? As soon as the Amazon Mahomes stock splits, is, I'll buy one. Reserve. It's my insurance. Mahomes' <laughs> brother... And Juju Smith, they're going to destroy Mahomes' life. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Juju Smith. That's a great signing. For cheap, too. Yeah, but Juju Smith is going to be busy making TikToks with Mahomes' brother. Well, <laughs> as long as he's making touchdowns along with his TikTok. Yeah, I as don't, long as he's catching uh, yeah, balls. I don't, I don't think it's going to be good for Mahomes' mental health. Really? Dude, you, you, guys, you guys heard my theory. And for all the listeners out there. If you've had a kid, well, yeah, for you're going to be exhausted. This is, this is our last point. So Mahomes had a kid, and you know he's just out of his routine. If you started to notice throughout the, towards the end of the season, he started his kid probably started sleeping. Probably had like a nanny come, <laughs> nightly routine. He's getting more sleep, and then he started forming a little better. I'm telling you, that's my theory, and I'm sticking with it. But he's then gonna, why did he not perform be back to normal? He's, I mean, so you're hopeful that I mean, Mahomes does not have a second kid this season. I mean, with that current wife of his, I don't know. Ball buster. Okay. The only game that they blew was obviously the AFC Championship game. But oh, the most important game. Yeah. But they did that same thing and to the Bengals you don't, in and the you're regular blaming season. It on the kid. No, no, no. I'm just. I think Bengals had their number last year. They did the same thing. They were up 14, 15 points at half, and then the Bengals came back and won in the second half. It's just. Good coaching, I guess. I don't know, but Mahomes is coming back. Tell you, I'll bet you both twenty dollars right now. Oh, here's here, here's first, guys. Bet Kansas City wins the AFC Championship game next year. Kansas City wins the AFC Championship. Wow. Kansas City makes the Super Bowl. Okay, that's that's a bet. You're twenty dollars each, so that's forty dollars online for you. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's that, we have this recorded, guys, that, and that this might, will be uh, recorded. Might as well pay me now. 
<laughs> that's the Just end see. of the the second podcast, guys. Yeah, I mean that was I think that was a wrap, right? Yeah, see you guys. You guys next week. Me.